How's it going, everyone, and welcome to Off the Top with Eric Paris of Red. I'm one of your hosts, Eric, and joining me tonight are... Your boy, P. This your boy, Red. What's up, fellas? How's it going? What's the deal, bro? Getting ready for another week. Yep. Man, this spring cleaning on my end. Yeah, so you... You played you played Call of Duty till three in the morning, and then you woke up to clean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is what we do, man. That's a terrible Sunday. Uh, <laughs> all right, not too bad on my end. What what what, what should we end up doing though? Uh, I recorded another couple episodes for my solo channel, so I got to edit those at some point. But it's fun. Did you ever introduce this uh, podcast to your your channel, bro? Uh, we may have mentioned it in passing, if not. Just man, show out, bro. Talk your shit, man. Yeah, just real quick. Uh, the channel is called In-Depth with E. It's on YouTube only. Uh, right now we're doing a playthrough of the Alan Wake Remastered Edition. It came yeah. out in 2010. Uh, scary as shit. That's not my bag. So, <laughs> uh, like, I, the first, like, there's a couple of streams, or they're not streams, but I record them. There's a couple of them I did, and my buddy Seth is on Game Chat, and that I can do. But when he leaves and scary shit happens, I'm jumping at everything. Oh. Not a fan of it. Not a fan of it. Safe space. Welcome back to the show, folks. As promised, our very own Dr. Nelson has just parked his rear end in the studio. Doc, what's your deer fest plan like? Holy fucking shit. But it's fun. Yeah. It's fun, you know. That's what's up. So yeah, if that's you, all like you don't like being in the dark by yourself. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it, it, the, it, it's kind of shitty because like it, it does that thing where like you'll hear like whispers in the back of your head, so you want to mm. you want to whip the camera around to see what's going on behind yeah, you. Yeah, and there's nothing, and the camera's okay. really close to behind you, so like you can't really see the point of view is like really narrow. It's it's gotcha. It, it plays on the anxiety a ton. Okay. Yeah, if you if that sounds like something you're into, go ahead and check that out. I'm gonna fuck with it. Uh, yeah, so there's a ton of entertainment news that happened this week across the board: movies, TV, even sports. Um, so if you guys don't know about this stuff, I understand because it was a lot. So first one, of course, is the Elmo went viral for asking people how they were doing and uh, backfired immensely. People trauma dumped this puppet. Uh, people saying uh, Elmo just went on uh, uh, X and basically said Elmo just wants to know how's everyone doing and you had people saying shit like I'm going to be real honest Elmo I'm at my fucking limit you know (laughs) 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 and people dumping on it corporations got involved with uh, their their big uh, 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 channels the Detroit Lions even had a post and they were like Uh, the the Lions said I was doing really good a week ago (laughs) (laughs) Man. and it was fun to see but yeah uh elmo kind of bringing up mental health asking like hey ask your friends how they're doing you know it's a positive message but uh yeah i think it was cool man. how are y'all doing if you don't mind me asking yeah, after that lions time. game man god damn yeah i had High to, blood pressure i had to stay off of social media for two days oh yeah i legit I, stayed off of social media. i didn't even open my phone damn is that bad it was bad i can't even go to sleep Oh shit! That person, <laughs> that person yeah. Kyle, I, like I, like we said a couple podcasts ago, like I closed my heart off to him in 2016. Mm-hmm. Then this year, they started peeling back the layers, brick by brick, and then, then it was like, oh, these motherfuckers is for real. Let me open, yeah. let me welcome them with open arms. And then the second half happened, and I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Yeah, yeah. and. After that game, I called my dad. I was like, well, I guess I will be in my 60s by the time I see these motherfuckers win. Hmm. And Not the 60s. And then at that time, uh, that later on that night, it was just like a, like a daze. And I was tossing and turning the bed, thinking about scenarios on how they fucking could have won. God. Yeah, you were going through it. I was pissed, but I wasn't... I wasn't in full depression mode. So yeah, you lost a family member type shit. <laughs> so, Close one. I was like, a, uh, like a ease friend that he was talking about in the last podcast, how he said he gave up on football or gave up on the lions. I don't have another team I root for in the NFL. So I think I'm done with the NFL yeah. to further notice. This would be a college football fan. I'm not even that. 
I, I mean, I never really care about college football, but yeah, I, I think I'm done with the NFL for now. And then when LeBron so, retire, it, okay, it's probably, I'm about to ask too. It's gonna probably be I'm probably be done with the NBA. I probably just yeah. watch it every now and then. I only watch LeBron. Well, you're you're at that age now to do that transition to watching golf. All my friends watch golf like really big now. I'm not there yet, but I, should, mm. I ain't gonna ever be there. I was never a golf fan. LeBron gonna go to golf like everybody else do. Yeah, Steph Curry go to golf every now and then. Yeah, yep. you know they they play that shit. So you might find a passion in golf with LeBron. Unless I yeah. go out golfing personally, like myself, it ain't gonna happen. That's that's like okay, watching okay. paint dry. It's yeah. no, it's no way. Because I used to be like you. I used to hate golf. My buddy, uh, one of my best friends, Mitch, he golfed in college, and I made fun of him for it, you know. And now I watch like golf YouTube channels. <laughs> I'm like, oh, damn, this, this shit's kind of hot. <laughs> 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 this shit's low key fire. <laughs> I feel like you need a beer to, uh, to watch golf. To be honest, on my on my end, you got yeah, yeah. you, you need a beer. Yeah, but honestly, like honestly, the big one that I was like. With Schoolboy Q, Schoolboy Q started golfing, and I was like, Schoolboy Q golfs, and I'm yeah. like, hmm, maybe this shit's actually accessible now. You know, <laughs> it's, it's not just for you know the the kids in the country club, you know. Right, right. Okay, I, I'm fucking with it. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Other than that, my mental health is smooth. Yeah, because yeah. PJ. I, I, yeah. I, the next day, he made me smile. And I was like, all right, we can get past this. And then I looked at Instagram, and it was the first video. Of how this shit happened, and I was like, "Damn, what were what were that? That was like a scab that just came over. You want to yeah, peel yeah. it and then start bleeding again? I was like, oh, yeah, <sighs> it was bad. bad. Yeah, I, I mean, couldn't watch ESPN, couldn't watch Skip Bayless, couldn't watch Shannon Sharp. It was all talking about it. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, to be to be fair, I I. I had a hard time seeing a lot of the shit. So like on Reddit, like I kept, Oh, uh, it would start recommending channels. Like, Oh, you might want to see, you know, NFL circle jerk and see what they're talking. I'm like, I do not want to see about that. Cause they're all shitting on the lions, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, hope, 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 hope all the lions fans out there are doing better, but, uh, yeah, I hope you guys are doing well, man. How, how are you doing James? Uh, I bury everything deep, bro. I'll just call it a day. That's healthy. Hey, uh, yeah. That's it, Brian. This is the platform to let yeah. it all out, man. Just just bottle it in until it's it's dangerous, you know. Yeah. That's the man way. Yeah, that's it, bro. No, we gonna have to change that in twenty twenty four. Go ahead, be the first know, be the first one to let it all out. Fucking cry right now. I, I uh I, I give myself one good cry probably probably like uh twice a year. I don't oh, know. You know a, what I'm saying? That's a decent quota. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Get in the car. Play some sad shit. Yeah. Be like, oh. And I'll be like, damn, I thought I was over this shit. Turns out I'm not. That's why we bury it back deep. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I, I get that. You know what really gets me emotional? And uh, when I do edibles, I get really fucking in the weeds. Like, for some reason, like, when I do edibles, like, I, I get, like, big nostalgia i start thinking about shit that i haven't thought about in like 20 plus years and Mm. i'll be like oh man like i remember one time vividly um it was kind of like my dad's dad you know my grandpa like he he died when i was super young but like i did edibles one time and i remembered the sound of his voice and i hadn't thought about Mm. his voice in years and i was like whole i was bawling i was like oh my God, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's tough. That's, yeah, yeah. that's 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 too close. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that you don't think about people's voices from when you were a kid, you know. But you're like, holy yeah. shit! Like, I, like I, it wasn't suppressed for any reason. It just I forgot about it, and then edibles just opened that up, and I was like, man, that was open the fuck. I kind of I kind of recommend that. Like, it's I think it's a little healthy, but uh, it's, to, it's to, it's to certain situations own. where you, as a guy, you. You go through whatever you went through, whether it's death or a job loss or something like that, and then you go through it for twenty four hours, and then you try to you know snap out of that bitch and build put a wall up fast as fuck, or your ass gonna be fucked over. Yeah, especially if you're that's a why I work so much. That's why I work so much. The more yeah. I work, the the less I can focus on yeah everything that's wrong. Keep keep keeping and, busy helps. Yeah, that's why everybody say, why do you always work? 
You worked two jobs for the last eight years. You keep saying you're going to leave this job. Bitch, I'm fucked up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, like, yeah. Bitch, I got problems I don't want to deal with right now. <laughs> exactly. So we're going to bury it. And yeah. then play the game at work and go to the gym. Yeah. That's yeah, all I can do. Yeah, the gym was my outlet, especially when my brother passed. Like, yeah. uh, Desiree or my wife, she was like, "Oh, you gonna stay home?" And I was like, "No, nah, I'm." Uh, I never really finished the training block until then, and I was like, "I ain't want to start it all over," and you know, so I just had to keep going. Uh, oh, that shit was hard, especially when you resting, and then you just looking in the mirror, and then you start thinking about it. And you're like, "All right, fuck it, got to start yeah. lifting again." Yeah. 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 So yeah, that shit tough. Yeah. Health as well, especially mental health, you know. Oh yeah. That's very true. Yeah. Well, though I don't act on it. I, ho- I hope you guys do do better on that, you know. We talked about it a little bit with the New Year's resolutions, but for sure. Oh no, I'm feeling like a motherfucker. <laughs> Especially last night, you snapped on everybody. <laughs> Bro! No, we're not bringing, we're not bringing that shit up. We're not bringing, yeah. snapped on everybody. <laughs> Oddly personal shots coming from Pete in the game chat. <laughs> he said at one point he was like, I'm not like E. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> hey, I, yeah, I, apo- I want to apologize. I'll go text you today. I'm like, hey, bro, like, I'm sorry. Was like, it was late at night. Shit. I'm tired. Oh, I'm stressed. Yeah, Y'all beating yeah, on my yeah. ass the first two rounds. Yeah. And then the person we was playing with wanted to talk shit too. So I, yeah. I was just like, all right. Yeah, I, I, I didn't bring it up. How do we know Peachy? Uh, shit, me and James was playing. Uh, oh, it's just uh, just a random it? that you guys have played with yeah. a couple times. Yeah, we were playing a team okay. deathmatch, and she was talking shit from the jump. No, it, take it back. It wasn't team deathmatch. It was gun game. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, gun game. It was. It was her and a dude named Texum something, and Texum was holding. Bro, his back was hurting. He was holding the team down. You right. know what I'm saying? And we was whooping their ass for a minute, but Texan brought their ass back. She muted her mic. She was talking shit in the very first round. Once mm-hmm. we blew her ass, she was done. Bro, when Texan brought us back, when, when Texan brought them back, she unmuted her mic at the very last credit and was like, yeah, like the fuck I thought. It, it, it is. We was like, no, run that back. What the fuck you talking about, bro? So mm-hmm. I added her real quick. Right. She ain't saying nothing for like 20 minutes. Then she finally accepted a friend request and he been bullying her since then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like the way she was talking shit, I I thought that you guys had known her for a long time. Yeah, it no, was, it was like instant, yeah, it was like chemistry for real. It was like yeah, yeah. She, like she was dishing it and she was taking it. So I was because like I when I when I when she first came in, I was like, who the like I didn't know Ice Spice was in our friend group, you know. Bro, <laughs> you know I kept saying it on purpose. <laughs> she sounded just like her, bro. But yeah, she was cool, but she. Getting on the nerves of everybody. <laughs> and then you, that, that, that shit wasn't even bothering me. But then you jumped in and you say, like, oh shit, I, I didn't see him on the shit. list. I no, 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 shit. no, James. Oh, okay. He was like, me? Oh, yeah. He was like, oh, yeah. I don't, I don't see him on the list. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, dog, it's 22, 23, 24. It was, I was two assists away from being the second. And then it was like, oh, well, shit, I don't, I don't know, man. And then that second game happened. I was like, all right. Then the third game, so I'm already, I was like on a seven, then it was like a nine, and then it was like a 10, and then she started laughing, and then y'all started laughing, then he wanted to say I was camping, and I know damn well I wasn't camping. That was Now look, okay. look, I'm going to just be honest, okay? Okay. Just just hear me out since our, our tempers are down now, okay? So you know the long path, right? Not where the one where they got the garage and the car at. They got that little baby room up first, and they got the long path. Mm-hmm. If you look diagonal, you see that little section before you go into the meat locker. I was behind that little barrel just sitting there and I had a UAV up and uh, it just showed this ping that just kept staying there. And I, I had enough time for my health to regenerate completely. And then I was like, okay, now I'm about to attack them. And I ran over there and the ping was still in the same spot. That's why I said you was camping, bro. You know what I'm saying? You could have been reloading or whatever. But I've been a little asshole, you know what I'm saying, just to fuck with you. And out of nowhere, it, it, it let it loose. It let it fucking loose, bro. Yeah, yeah that, what the that, fuck? I'm that, that opened the floodgates, you know. I was like, like God damn, yeah, bro, relax. You took out you took out your bad day on James on that one. <laughs> 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 but no, like he 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 called me out for camping, and I'm not gonna lie, it could be perceived as camping. But I will say in my defense of that is sometimes when you're reloading or like like uh, James said, trying to get your health back up, 
when you saw me and you said I was camping, I was looking past you down the hallway because I saw someone in that doorway and I was waiting for them yeah. to pop back out. And he was like, oh, and he said that I caught him off guard because I was so still. <laughs> Bro. Because <laughs> you know how we start off in the back part where the blue container is at, right? Yeah. yeah and then yeah. you got that little room that had a door and then you stared down the long hallway. The door was open this way. So if you come in from the opposite way, the door he, the door is blocked this way. So he's tucked in. Mm. So when I came and looked, I was like, because I got the hollow therm. So I'm literally looking at him. And I was like, there's no way this motherfucker is still. <laughs> and it, it took me, the, the two seconds that it took for me to register mm. that he is there. Did, did you is think when it, he shot me? For a second, did you think it was one of those inflatable decoys? Yeah, because okay, okay, I, okay. I remember I shot at that when we was playing Plunder. Okay. I shot at one of those. So I'm thinking like, and then I was already dead. And I was like, oh, I know this motherfucker was still. Like, it, it, it was so bad that I thought he was AFK. But it happened right. so fast because I was in the zone yeah. that it felt like mm-hmm. forever. And then I died. Dude, using those decoys in camping is probably a really good matchup. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, because it fucked me up. Because when we was playing Plunder and we was in the middle of a firefight because everybody kept dropping on our building, I threw the decoy and it popped up. And I forgot about it. So I shot at it myself. <laughs> right, right. And, then, no, and then I turned back on him and shot him because he like the guy ran in the uh, room. Right. But it scared me because I shot at it too. So we both shooting at our own, well, my <laughs> own shit. And then I started shooting at him. And I was like, oh, yeah, I got him. Yeah. Well, that's so, yeah. So it, it messed me up for sure. All right. Yeah. But yeah. 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 It's, and then on top of that, it was late night. Yeah. Everybody fine. was it's slap fine. happy because we were tired. Apology accepted, P. It wasn't that serious. Yeah, I felt bad after I said it, but I was, that's why I was quiet. I was like, damn. I was like, what the fuck? Hey, I was like, 50 Cent, what the fuck? What'd you say, fuck me for? What's that one fucking meme where uh, the guy's got road rage and he fucking pulls up his car and he yells at the guy in the back seat? He's like, fuck you, you fucking piece of bacon. And he drives out. <laughs> and the guy in the you. back's like, why do you say fuck me for? Like, why did I get <laughs> the car in the back seat? He's like, why did I get bullied? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I had to I had to uh calm down for a yeah, couple yeah. games. No, nah, it's good. It's good. But uh yeah, like I said, we're gonna we're gonna move on. Got a bunch of news stuff. Uh uh the first piece is Carl Weathers passed away at age 76 years old, legendary oh. actor. Uh, in many iconic movies, including, uh, I believe, Rocky II, Predator. You know, he was in uh, The Mandalorian for uh, the most the recent seasons. So he spans some of the biggest franchises in the world. Will be missed. Iconic, like I said. Mm-hmm. Um, what, like, what, what are your some, some of your guys' favorite like uh, Predator for sure? That he's done Predator. Yeah, I mainly saw him in Star Wars, but I didn't realize it was him. And then oh, when really? I got older, I seen that he was in Rocky, but I never put two and two together. Yeah. 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 Rocky is probably the role for me that I was like, Apollo Creed, that's iconic. You know, like that's, yeah, yeah. you know, like I, I feel like you don't get Rocky three, four, five, six without Rocky two being that good. You know, yeah. uh, Rocky mm-hmm. definitely isn't the best Rocky movie, in my opinion. It's the first one, but that franchise doesn't exist without Carl Weathers, you know. Uh, but yeah it will be missed uh very sad to see like like i said he was in star wars like you could tell he was gonna be ready to do more stuff you know but uh yeah kind of kind of a shock to everybody mm-hmm. um and then i also want to add this one because this one i i i know you guys probably don't know uh too much about wayne kramer from the legendary rock band mc5 from back in the uh, uh 70s i want to say uh Without them, like the White Stripes probably don't happen. Iggy and the Stooges probably don't happen. MC5, legendary. Uh, Wayne Kramer, the guitarist, passed away yesterday, too. He was an activist, member of the White Panther Party. Like, the dude was on his shit for years. And, uh, yeah, legendary Detroit musician we lost yesterday as well. So, really sad. How old was he? Natural cause is, like, peaceful. I believe so, yeah. he. It was old age. You know, he was, I think, in his late 70s, too. Mm. Uh, what what'd you say, P? I was asking how old was he? Yeah, I think it was in his late seventies, but yeah, it, it was tough. Uh, like he, there's a book you can uh, read. It's called uh, Detroit Rock City, and it talks about mm-hmm. all these old bands. It's like it's weird to think about Detroit back in those days, but like every single dude back then like worked and knew each other from working at one of the 
auto plants, you know? Mm. So back then it was not, it was not out of the ordinary to graduate high school and go straight to work at a plant. And um, yeah, these guys were just uh, playing at any club and music hall they could, you know, and then yeah. they get signed and, you know, like their biggest hit was probably um, kick out the jams and the song. And like, they were super hardcore. Like the song literally starts with kick out the jams, motherfucker. And then <laughs> like uh, Hudson's, uh, which is kind of like a Macy's back in the day. Uh, mm-hmm. They refused to play that song. So then they put out a whole page ad in the newspaper saying, you know, stick with M- MC five fuck Hudson's. And then, no. Hudson, and then Hudson said, all right, every, every band on this label that you guys are in, we're not going to play any of their music. So then they get dropped by their label. <laughs> like, like these guys were on some shit back in the day. Just for talking that shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. It, it's sad to see, but yeah, he, he's a legend. They'll like stream MC five. If you can, it's, it's, it's fun. Okay, okay. Uh, a side tangent. Yeah, you said they, they passed away in their 70s, unfortunately. But, you know, now government government wanted us to work today. So you're going to be retired <laughs> for six years? Okay. Yeah. He said, I, I know, what, fucking he about I know what you're about to say. Yeah. It, it, it hit my head and I said, I know he's going to bring this shit up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Retirement age is supposed to be like, what, 73 now or some shit. But, yeah. Yeah. Our financial advisors. Yep. Pete. The revolution will start when we're 60. You know, that's when we take over Capitol Hill. You know? All right. Um, next bit of news is coming from uh, Quentin Tarantino. His last film is set to come out. And Brad Pitt is going to be returning for that. Uh, now, do you guys know about Quentin Tarantino's last film? Like, I don't know about his last film, but I know mm-hmm. about his films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Quentin Tarantino kind of t- notoriously said that he was only, I believe nine was the number. He was only ever going to make nine films and then he was going to bounce. Like, even though he has, he has years left, you know, like Martin Scorsese, he's well into close to his eighties and he's still making movies, you know, mm-hmm. Quentin, Tar- uh, Quentin Tarantino for the most part is like, nope, nine's the number and then I'm done. You know, I'm not going to make mm-hmm. any more. Uh, so yeah, Brad Pitt's going to be returning. Apparently, I, I believe it's called The Movie Critic. I don't know if that's the actual title or if that's just okay. the working title. Uh, but yeah, like uh, like that made me think about, like I said, uh, uh, do you guys know who Akira Akirasawa is? The old Japanese filmmaker. Is that the horror mm-hmm. dude? Uh, no, he, he did uh, Seven Samurai is probably his biggest movie. Old black and white oh. movie. Uh, but you know how in Kill Bill... Like when you'd see someone get killed and you'd see like that geyser, the blood, blood. that started with the Kurosawa. Like it was. Oh, and I heard that was actually a a, a fuck up in the movie. Yeah. That wasn't supposed to actually happen to all that blood. Yeah. And that turned into a whole damn genre. Yeah. And they kept it that way. But that that was, that was, that was, that was was a Kurosawa. And back in the day, like big Hollywood filmmakers like Scorsese and Steven Spielberg, they loved a Kurosawa. Like if you look at old school movies uh, in Hollywood, a lot of them are kind of borderline ripoffs of a Kurosawa, you know, like uh, the Magnificent Damn. Seven, which is a Western yeah. is literally taking seven samurai and making it American, you know? Okay. Um, but they, they, they constantly like old filmmakers back then gave him his flowers. Like they said, a Kurosawa is excellent. Saying. You guys need to, you know, keep. And eventually a Kurosawa when he was older, I was given like an honorary Oscar from the Academy Award. I, I want to say George Lucas gave it to him. But anyways, uh, uh, he had said something that resonated with Martin Scorsese. And it was like, when I'm at this late stage in life, like I wish I you know had more time because I have so many more movies to make. Mm-hmm. And Martin Scorsese is like, yeah, like now that I'm older, I want to make as many movies as I possibly can. And then you have Quentin Tarantino saying, no, I'm done. You know, so like, yeah. it, like it, we're going to miss Quentin Tarantino. Like he's given us yeah. so many classic films. Like it's, it's going to suck without him, you know? Yeah. Uh, what what are some of your favorites? Do you have any? Django. Django. That's a, that's a classic one. Yeah. That's what I say, same, same Hateful way, yeah. Eight was good. And I like, wait, he did Hateful Eight, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like Hateful Eight just off the strength of it was, this dialogue was amazing. Yeah. You feel yeah. me? Yeah, a lot of it takes place just inside of a cabin talking. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's like really in a very confined spot. Like just this is it. And it's just 
you didn't even realize the scene wasn't changing. You know what I'm saying? Nobody was really going too far. It wasn't time lapse. It was just here. But I love how he do his, all right, I'm going to tell my POV. Then you tell your POV. Then that person tell their POV. Then they're, yeah. then they're uh, uh, spin around to that one. And, you know, it just, storytelling the, is the, amazing. In, on his in, in, interlocking perspectives. Yeah. Yeah, really, yeah. his dialogue is like second to none. Like uh, Man, for sure. For hey, sure. Hey, Hateful Eight's like a three-hour movie. And to, yeah, man. And to like, don't feel and to keep the suspense going for that long just by being in a cabin, like that's that's pretty good, you know. Yeah, I'd have to give it to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I like a lot. And uh Reservoir Dogs is great in my opinion. Like that's that's a really fun one. Uh but yeah, like it, it's kinda be it's gonna be weird knowing that we're gonna be getting close to the last Quentin Tarantino movies. You know, it's it does doesn't feel real, you know. Mm-hmm. Shoot, okay. a lot of movies out now that we getting older, it feel like damn. We feel like we just seen this shit like ten years ago. Yeah, and yeah. then you go to look back at the date and it's talking about two thousand, two thousand. Yeah, yeah. Like, God damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it's kinda, yesterday. Yeah, it's kind of weird now because like when we watch movies, like when we were growing up, we know the classic movies, and it was stuff that was made twenty years in the past, you know, or ten years in the past. Whereas nowadays, like you have to like figure like, is this going to be a classic? You know, is this going to be one of those movies that our kids are going to see and they're going to be like, oh, that was from the beginning. That was a great movie. You know, it's like, we don't know. You know, mm-hmm. what made Reservoir Dog so good for you? <laughs> uh, I, Reservoir Dogs has a really cool cast. Uh, there's like there's a lot of history in it. But uh, but yeah, like uh, the cool thing about Quentin Tarantino is like he his casting is always like the first thing he looked for. Mm-hmm. So like he would write movies with actors in mind. And like, as he would write their roles, he would say, okay, here's a short list of five people that I want to play this, you know? And like, I think Harvey Keitel heard about the movie and he was like, I want in it. So that's why he wrote, you know, Harvey Keitel in it. And it's cool seeing some of these actors work together that you wouldn't normally see, you know? Uh, Is he the one that had the foot fetish or has the foot fetish? Sneaking in shit in the movies and shit. (laughs) Supposedly. Yeah. yeah. Did he ever say why he, did he ever say why he uh, put that in his movies? I don't think so. But then again, like, I don't need an explanation when you put Selma Hayek's foot in your mouth. Say no more, man. You know, <laughs> I can't, I can't blame you. You know, like, <laughs> hey, he's still no business with that. This <laughs> <laughs> my stamp of approval. He was like, you know, what? I think it'd be cool if this scene we tried this. And they're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, very quickly, did you guys hear? This is I don't know too much about this, but The Rock is having kind of a fiasco with WWE. No, I, I just heard he was supposed to be uh, trying to do like a WrestleMania with uh, what was the name Roman Reigns or some shit. Yeah, so apparently this is just off a quick little Reddit comment that I was reading through. The Rock owns a i don't know if it's a majority stake but a large percentage of the company that purchased um wwe or wwf i'm not sure what it is now um but apparently the the so we all know it's fake you know it's 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 predetermined you know it's uh but for entertainment value so apparently the storyline going forward was cody rhodes which is the son of dusty rhodes the old wrestler from back in the day Mm-hmm. had kind of a feud with Roman Reigns. Cody Rhodes had won two WrestleManias and the storyline was he was going to beat um or not WrestleManias, Royal uh Royal Rumbles and was he was going to fight Roman Reigns in WrestleMania and like dethrone him. Mm-hmm. But I guess The Rock announced that he was coming back and he put himself in the match at WrestleMania against Roman Reigns. Mm. Fans surprisingly who are usually always on The Rock's side were like Oh, everyone loves The Rock. But instead, because of this, they were like, what the hell is this shit? He, like, bought his way in. He's undeserving yeah. of it. But, yeah, like right. it, to me, it was surprising because it was the first time I remember in a long time that the fans of wrestling were like, fuck The Rock. You know, but, yeah, it was all over social media. It's surprising to me, you know. Yeah, because yeah, he had his time already when we yeah. was in our teens. Yeah. Yeah. But, but that's the thing that, like, The Rock is so big. Like, he has so much money that, like, he can do stuff like this, and no other wrestler right. really can. I think it's really because, uh, what's the, I don't want to say a scam, but that, that bullshit they were saying that happened with him and Oprah, 
like donate to we donated this much money to this uh the, the Maui stuff Maui in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, he got a, a lot of backlash from that. And you know, I think some of that might be stemming from that too. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I have noticed there's like a, a few strings of uh people kind of turning on the rock a little bit. Like mm-hmm. where he's he's kind of made some like social media mistakes. Like the one I saw was he keeps lying about the first time he's ever gone to in and out. Like, I think there's like three times over the last 15 years where he was like, Oh, my first time at in and out, this is really good. And he's made that three <laughs> times. And people are like, why are you lying about going to in and out for the first time? Yeah, you that know? Make fucking sense. Yeah, yeah. You can say the movie. first time at this location. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First trying, first time trying the number four, you know, some shit. Right. Yeah. But yeah, like, like, I don't know if it's like just trying and failing to seem more relatable, you know, to be like, oh, yeah, I'm a normal person. I eat it in and out, you know, but yeah, fans are kind of like, all right, we get it. The Rock, you're everywhere, you know. Uh, Do you think that is the cause of like, uh, or stem from like social media having like short term memory where like shit got to be instant? Like instant flash, and since he's been out so long, people are already tired of him. You yeah. think it's kind of stemmed from that? I, th- I, I personally think that it's because we see everything The Rock does. Like there's like like Denzel Washington's a good example. Very private. We don't know what what he does until he Man. wants to make it public. You know. So if he made a post one day, he's like, "Oh shit, that's cool." Denzel Washington's eating it in and out, you know. Mm-hmm. But because we see almost every second of every day of The Rock, because he's got a whole social media team, it's kind of like, "All right, yeah. it's like we saw this story already," you know. From the moment he wake up to shower, this is the shoes I wear because I'm affiliated with this company. Yeah, yeah. These are the headphones I use because they got a special collab with me. Yeah, his whole how his whole life is documented from start to finish, bro. And sponsored too. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. What's the energy energy drink he's got? Terra Mana or something like that? Or no, it's his tequila. But yeah, like he's he got, got an energy drink. Um, it's like a uh, what you call that shit? Pre workout. Yeah, I've had, I've had oh, it before. Yeah. It's all right, but yeah, again, like he's he's everywhere. I think I think people are just kind of tired of it. They're like, okay, we get it. You know, they're kind of over it now. The the hype is yeah. gone. Just relax, just relax. Live your life. You're a rich man. Right. Okay, moving on uh, to... We'd, I'd probably piss off wrestling fans. Is this sports news? Um, uh, <laughs> Clearly not. Clearly yeah, not. Yeah. Soap opera stories. Uh, no, that's going to piss a lot of people off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so are you guys familiar with Lewis Hamilton? No, not by name. Uh, Lewis Hamilton is, I believe, I don't want to piss off Formula One fans, seven-time world champion in Formula One. Uh, I think the only, yeah, only black driver in Formula One. Uh, We're supposed to know that. Yeah, that's uh, that's why I kind of thought you guys would be like, oh, yeah, I know him. Uh, but yeah, he... I know him, yeah, bro. Edit that part out. I, yeah, I know about it. Yeah. About it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, well, anyways, Lewis Hamilton uh, has spent most of his career at Mercedes, which is one of the top. Teams oh, he going to? In, yeah, I know you talking about. I know the story. Yeah, he going to uh, Ferrari, ain't he? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, he's he. I believe he won five or six championships, or maybe all seven. I, I, I again, I, I don't know the exact numbers, but I know enough. Uh, yeah, yeah. He he won most of them with Mercedes AMG. Um, his drivers, uh, his co-drivers, I, I believe, were like uh, Vateri Botas and then the new kid he's got now. I can't remember his name, but uh, gives off the vibes of they, they made a bunch of memes about him, like uh, Russell, his last name, uh, Russell something. God's going to kill me. He gives off the vibe of when he looks at a pack of donuts, he does this before he gets one, you know, <laughs> George, George Russell. That's him. OK. So uh, his name is George Russell. Yeah. He gives off white dude energy, you know? <laughs> um, so anyways, he is leaving that team to go join Ferrari. And in, in Formula One, there's three big teams. There's Ferrari, Mercedes, and Red Bull. Red Bull's been on top for the last couple of seasons. Uh, Mercedes was on top for a very long time, and they've been kind of trying to keep their spot at number two. And Ferrari is an icon of the sport. You know, yeah, for so sure. this is a huge move. Like Ferrari's stocks went up 17% when the announcement came in. That Lewis Damn. Hamilton was jumping over like a lot of money followed him. 
And you gotta think about all the fans that buy, you know, the, the merchandise because this stuff's not cheap. It's to me, I, I feel like formula one is like, you know, everyone talks about, Oh, the NFL and Jersey sales formula mm. one. It's more expensive. There's more stuff. You know, it's not just jerseys, it's Rolexes, you know, it's watches, it's glasses, yeah. it's hats, you know, everything is, you know, a sponsorship deal. So mm. the amount of money that Lewis Hamilton is bringing with him with this move is huge. Like I, I, I haven't mm. seen a, a move this big in a long time. In formula one. So yeah, I've seen it on Instagram a couple of days ago, but since I don't follow it, I ain't thinking too much of it, but I did see that he was going to Ferrari. Yeah, it, it, it's big. Like uh, trying to explain it in NFL terms, it would be like if LeBron joined NFL the, or actually the NBA terms. It'd be like if LeBron joined the Celtics after Cleveland instead of Miami, you know, like it's mm. like it's what, rival big rivalry. You know, why would you join that team? But there's a lot of money behind it. So, yeah, that that will be. There's been a TV show following it on Netflix for a while called Drive to Survive. So I can already tell you that's going to be the season highlight that they're going to be walking through the entire time is Lewis Hamilton okay. and Ferrari. I turn that on after this podcast, then. Let's see what it's about. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, more more news coming from... We got one from Spotify and one from Saturday Night Live. Uh, are you guys familiar with Shane Gillis? Mm-mm. Okay. Just throwing names out of here, bro. Okay. Shane Gillis. <laughs> uh, this was actually a huge story uh, like five, six years ago, I want to say. Shane Gillis was a comedian that was set to join the cast of Saturday Night Live. Uh, mm. uh, I watch his stand-up now. He's, he's a really funny comedian, in my opinion. But he kind of leans a little right-wing a little bit sometimes, uh, like the Joe Rogan crowd. You know, he's, that's one of the guys that he gets compared to a lot. Um. Shane Gillis was set to star in SNL. They had the meetings ready to go. He was set to be a cast member. And seemingly overnight, people found old tweets that they deemed as racist. And it seemed like he was going to be on in the next week. And then he was fired, you know? So, <sighs> so he, he doesn't get to be on Saturday night live. He starts doing his own specials on YouTube and stuff like that. Uh, really, really makes his bones from the ground up when a lot of people weren't fucking with him because they assumed he was racist from tweets, which is dumb. Uh, but yeah, he is set to host on uh, SNL. I want to say February 24th, which is huge news because that's, that's a big deal when, you know, they were seemingly going to have this guy as a cast member and now they want him in as a guest, which is, I can't remember the last time that happened, you know? Man, I need the. Uh, I'm gonna bring it up if I was him. Oh yeah, like I, I can, I can almost like bet that. Yeah, his, his I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm be petty. So what happened to my? Yeah, yeah. To, to, to me working guys, what's, yeah, yeah. what's going on? Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. imagine his opening monologue is gonna be like, "So this is weird," you know. <laughs> <laughs> I should have been on that side, yeah. but I'm on this side. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like uh, this is like because he's talked about it before on podcasts. Because people, I feel like most comedians that ask him are like. So what happened, dude? You know, and you know, over a while when you get asked that for every interview, it's like, all right, dude, like I'm doing other shit now. I'm over it, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, it's gotta be weird for him and give him a little bit of vindication of like, Hey, like I did it, you know, like SNL wants me as, as a guest, you know, like that's, that's big, you know? So happy for him, but it'll be interesting to see like what bits they come up with about, cause I'm sure they're going to do a couple bits, not just the opening monologue about it too. Did they ever say what he said? I was about to ask that too. Uh, some of the tweets, uh, they, I, I don't believe, uh, I don't know them off the top of my head, but they were deemed as racist. I don't believe that you can look at tweets and just take them out of context. Cause especially when they're coming from a comedian, you know, like if I believe that a comedian can say anything on stage and it's in the, the vein of comedy, I got to believe their tweets are too, you know? So unless like the context is shown otherwise, I'm usually going to mm-hmm. believe it's a joke, you know. So, what's up, James? Oh, what's his name? What's, oh, he's uh, James going to look it up. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Shane Gillis. Shane. Shane Gillis. Yeah, uh, honestly, I think uh, most of it wasn't tweets. A lot of it was uh, clips taken out of context from his podcast. Uh, he had a podcast going for a really long time uh, called Matt and Shane's Secret Podcast. And a lot of them were like quotes taken from that, which again, 
if you take a joke out of context, then it's always going to sound terrible, you know? Yeah, because if we take uh, anything Pete take out of context, he's going to be a misogynistic, you know what I'm saying? All that type of stuff. Hold on. That's a really good real idea. Let me just not fuck with you, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn, wait, don't do that. He's like, oh, oh shit. I see, I, so I see a note said in an episode of Gillis podcast called Matt and Shane's Secret Podcast, he tells comedian Matt McCunster, hmm. uh, Chinatown is fucking nuts. He said, let the fucking chinks live there, says Gillis. Uh, he literally recalls the restaurant being full of effing chink in there. Yeah, so. God damn. I don't know if that was taken out of context. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, uh, who was it? Was it Dave Chappelle or no? I forget who the hell it was. There was a comedian saying like, uh, basically like if, uh, if you read my set, it's a bad read, you know, but like mm-hmm. you have to listen to him perform it for it to be funny, you know? And I feel like a mm-hmm. lot of comedy is that way. Like anytime you read, like if I read a joke, from like let's say uh let's amy schumer like oh god this is kind of vile and like really sexual and oddly gross you know Mm -hmm. talking about snail trails and shit but when she performs Mm -hmm. it that shit's funny you know so i mean like i i I usually give comedians a little bit of leeway on that but yeah he's coming back to they build it up they butter you up and soften you up and all that shit yeah yeah, for sure usually callbacks do you know that's the thing like uh no comedian like we we talked about with the Matt Rife a little bit. No comedian starts out with the really crazy shit. You know, they work yeah, their yeah. way into it until the crowd's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, okay, like I understand. This is you work me up there, you know." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, uh the next bit of news is Joe Rogan signs a 250 million dollar deal with Spotify. Damn. Uh, That's just rich. Bro. This yeah, he's just printing money at this point. He came um, from uh, what's that? Fear Factor and <laughs> UFC. Make, yeah, to, yeah. Damn. Hey, that's tough. That's and, cool. and, and and what's the span? Is it a lifetime deal or what type of no, deal? Is it? No, no, no. I, I doubt it's a lifetime deal. He he did sign a big figure deal with Spotify in the past. I want to say it was like a hundred million dollars. I I could be wrong, but that one was temporary. He kind of didn't like that Spotify was kind of censoring him telling him what he could and couldn't say on the podcast because mm-hmm. before that he was like this is cool this is great we get spotify this is awesome and then he kind of was not happy with the way that they were telling him what to do uh, but i do know that the deal had put in there that he has uh it's now possible for him to post his episodes of his podcast directly onto x um so mm-hmm. apparently before he could only be on Spotify and now he gets a little bit more autonomy with, you know, putting it okay. on Twitter as well. Um, but yeah, like Joe Rogan, he's not slipping anytime soon as the king of podcasting. Oh, Omar. Mm-hmm. And then he just really let people just talk their shit on his show. Mm-hmm. Like some episodes, it can have 100% fact. The next one is like conspiracy theory, which 10 foil hats. And the other one is about you know, just working out and just random, just random shit. That man, I don't know, man. And then them episodes long as the hell, two, eight, two yeah. three hours. Yeah, getting anybody. Oh, no, you, you gotta listen to that shit after two. Like, you gotta break that shit up an hour a day, shit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Break that shit down a little bit for me, because I ain't gonna lie. I feel like our, our, our episodes is perfect. You know, hour 15, cool. Three hours, bro. What the fuck am I doing with my life? Yeah, that's why he was saying, um, when he used to interview her, people just think it's easy because you're just talking, but you got to mentally stay locked into what that person is saying for hours. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't zone out because, well, if a question comes back and then you're just like, oh, shit, what'd you say? But it's yeah, live, so. Yeah. You know. Yeah, honestly, I think it's it's surprising to me because I feel like the quality of the podcast has kind of gone down a bit. Um, Joe Rogan and my and my estimations has kind of gotten he used all right everything a book bro every, a book. everything i say is going to be like oh eric's a fucking dumb liberal like he's you know snowflake and all this shit but to me joe rogan used to be that guy where he would interview a lot of different people with a lot of different viewpoints and ask them really good insightful questions 
funny comedian interviews. Like that was what Joe Rogan was. Right. Now it's old man yelling at clouds. Like he had Bobby Lee on. He's been try- trying to get Bobby Lee back on the, I don't think he ever had him on. He, he's been trying to get Bobby Lee to do that podcast for a really long time. Bobby Lee's hot yeah. right now. Bobby Lee's got, I want to say three successful podcasts that he runs with another comedian and his ex-girlfriend and by himself. Like he's got three successful podcasts that he's got going on his own. Um, trying to get Bobby Lee on for a long time. Fans have been wanting that interview for a very long time. Gets him on. And half of it is him trying to, you know, just bring up COVID again, you know, and the lockdowns and this, that was ridiculous. Wasn't like what that happened. How many years ago? And you're going to ask Bobby Lee about that now? Like fucking move on. Like, I want to hear a fun conversation about you and Bobby Lee stories, you know? Mm. And, uh, but yeah, like he's, he's, he's kind of, in my opinion, uh, another podcast that's done this. It's really big is, uh, like Tom Segura did it. You know, Tom Segura for a long time had a really good podcast called uh, Your Mom's House. And him and his wife, uh, Christina Pajitsky, would, you know, they were both comedians and they would bring people on and it was a good podcast. But then Tom Segura got a little successful and lost a little bit of weight. And his fan base that were a bunch of regular people in their 30s, you know, that thought he was funny he's he shits on him he's like oh you guys are poor you know just just stop being poor you know and like so like completely turning his like uh i think the most recent thing he did was uh he went on uh x and did a tirade with a tsa agent because they checked his bag you know and like put her name on there like oh this stupid bitch did this and everyone's like yo what the fuck dude like he used to be like yeah he used to be like a real salt of the earth everyone was cool with him type of guy and then now he like looks down on people a lot you know and joe rogan yeah yeah and joe rogan has not to that extent but like he's definitely kind of more pandering to the right side of his audience you know everyone else kind of got left behind and is like all right i don't listen to him at all anymore but yeah, to be to be doing that and still get a two hundred fifty million dollar deal, he's doing something right, you know. Yeah, I guess it got enough for people to the right for him to, you know, yeah. and that, listen to him. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, like Shane Gillis is is in that same kind of category. So I mean, like they they are. I, I do you remember the Bud Light thing that happened, the big fiasco with that, you know, where they had and that's where they had the I don't want to say. It was, transsexual yeah, yeah, they had they had the trans woman as uh, one of the, I don't know if she was in an advertisement or she was an actual spokeswoman they brought in, but <laughs> they put her in ads and people were furious. I'm not going to drink Bud Light anymore. Kid Rock was shooting oh, yeah. it with his AR-15, like, fuck Bud Light, you know. Mm. Shane Gillis uh, is now being paid by Bud Light and he's going to be in their commercials now, you know. So, mm. like, is, is it them trying to get that crowd back or... Is it Shane Gillis wanting to do something with Bud Light or both, you know? Mm. So, yeah, it's it's kind of mm. weird little, you know, political undertones in some of this stuff, you know? Or is Bud Light like you my bitch and I can pay you? Maybe that too, you know? Like, why, why not both? <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> but, yeah, like, it's, it's, it's interesting. Shane Gillis and Joe Rogan making good moves lately, you know? Can't, can't be mm. mad at it. Let me start talking to some people. I'm gonna I'm get us a hundred million dollar dollars deals uh, in the 2025. Yeah, when's 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 that journey sponsorship coming? Need some, uh, need some new Converse. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Converse, some Doc Martens and shit. Man. Get some New Balances. No, no that, that's really I, 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 I'd, be, I'd be happy with that shit with some New Balance. <laughs> Not gonna lie, New Balance is hot, bro. Yeah. I fuck with them heavy right now. If new, if my new, little mama be calling them old man shoes, I'm tired of hearing yeah. that damn remark. If, if it's so nice, if New Balance said to me like, "Hey, we'll give you one pair every two years," I'd be like, "Oh shit!" You know, a free pair is better than no pair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Get the high well, quality ones. Yeah, you know. Let me ask my financial advisor, P. Uh, is that a good deal, Pete? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, every two years, hey, you, you can't you can't uh, turn that down. Yeah, okay, okay. P says it's cool, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> the negotiator, yeah. It all depends on what you had to give up. 
Oh damn! P, like P, P is gonna P is gonna talk him up to a pair and a half, so we have like <laughs> two right shoes and a left. It's like, hey, a deal's a deal. He got it. He got it done. <laughs> no, I'd be like, I, I want a pair and, and some shoelaces. Yeah, yeah. oh, the extra shoelaces. You gotta have that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. some some cleaner. <laughs> you know, you accessorize it, bro. Accessorize. Yeah, Give me a t shirt or something. Yeah, right. pair of socks. Yeah. You know? All right, uh, and uh, so we're gonna finish this off with. Uh, Red, you wanted to bring up some Keith Lee is making waves again. Would you like to? Oh yeah, yeah. Fill us in on so, that. Uh, so Keith Lee went to Dallas. I know he went to uh, Houston last time, but he, he went to Dallas this. Yeah, Dallas, and um, he hit some lady truck called like Sweet Southern something. I don't know her name like that. She don't deserve a shout out anyway. But at the end of the thing, he at the end of the visit, you know, he took his picture, shook his hands with everybody. He hit him up and was like, look, I see you got a barber out here. I want you to pay the barber a thousand dollars. You got a braider out here. I want you to uh, give a thousand to the braider so they can just braid and cut people hair the whole day. You feel me? I want to tip you two bands and then I want to give you eight hundred and eighty six dollars for, you know, free food for everybody else today. You know what I'm saying? And of course, he didn't want it to be like everybody can get like. 20 orders and this many sides. It just was like, get you a regular plate type stuff. You feel me? So uh, his last words was, I'm going to send it all to you and you can divvy it out however you see fit. Mm. And that was the key words, you feel me, that they trying to run with. Uh, but this this motherfucking lady, bro, she gave out three free meals after he dipped and closed the whole shop, bro. She went on Instagram Live talking about, yeah, you know, things happen. I have to close up. And she took everybody money. She took the braider money. She took the uh, the motherfucking haircut guy money. Everything, bro. And one of the clerks there was cutting it to her something crazy. And she like, well, he told me to divvy it up. Have I see fit? And he was like, uh, her thing was, he told you how to do it, though. He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. So- so you said what? Yeah, so uh, I don't mean to interrupt. But did the people know that Keith Lee said this, or did he only? Yes. Uh, did he only tell the woman? Okay, so he told everybody, like, yes, hey, yeah. he, I gave he her some it. money. You guys should be expecting some, you know. Yes, That's bro. Wild. He literally got it on his video, like camera right here. Look, I want to bless you. I want to give a thousand to you. I want to give a thousand to you, and you keep a thousand, and then eight hundred goes for free meals. Right. That's clearly on everybody videos, bro, and. When she took the money, the the uh the clerk was like, you know, I'm gonna just charge this card, yada yada yada. Uh, the whole almost five thousand dollars. The uh owner bro blocked all her blessings, keeping the money. It, it got so bad for about four days. Keith Lee just finally said, like, bro, I literally told you thousand for this, thousand for that. You keep two. Why would you? Why would you do that? You know what I'm saying? Uh, God told me to come to y'all and help y'all out. You blocking everything I tried to do for you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then she said, before he even you know made his comment, she was like, well, Keith Lee gonna have to come on here and tell me how to do it the right way since I guess I misinterpreted. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he was like, miss, I told you divvy it up however you see fit, meaning Apple Pay, Zelle, check, cash. If I already told you who it was going to, why would... Why would you just keep it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it went bad on her. Like, you, you know the Keith Lee effect, bro. You can go from 1,600 to 60,000 followers. Yeah, yeah. You're going to be making bands every single day. You know what I'm saying? Hella paid. So she let $2,000 keep her from damn near extra 20000 every week now. You feel mm-hmm. me? So, you know, that was my little news on that, you know. You just gotta treat people kind, you know. Be fair to everybody. Yeah. That type of shit. Yeah, I know. I know the uh, the truck don't deserve a shadow, but the name was a sweetly seasoned uh, food Fuck truck. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll bleep that out. Fuck. That. <laughs> <laughs> just show the truck. Yeah. 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 But, we know uh, what yeah. it is, but we're not gonna tell you because they don't deserve the shout out. Yeah, Man. and it's tough because when you look at a situation like that, obviously a food truck mean that they started from the ground up. Yeah, they obviously uh-huh. don't have a lot of reserve, so this is their life. Yeah, not not enough to yep. open up an actual brick and mortar restaurant. But Facts. yeah, so that means so, she really blocked her fucking blessing for being greedy. 
Yeah, yeah. And he was honestly, like, that was probably the most money she probably seen in a long time. No, so why I, that, yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't know the whole layout. So maybe you can explain it to me better. So is this like just like a lot that she parks her truck in, and then like a barber and someone that braids hair shows up and they do it there, or is this like in a so, plaza or? I got you. So this was like a like an open lot type of thing, right? Okay. Business been slow, slow as hell. And her son was like, I'm gonna help you market it a little bit better. So y'all, you know, we got a barber up here, we got a braider up here. While y'all waiting in line for the food, he knocking down cuts. Okay. She can do little simple braids here and there. Right. You know, anything to help her mama, anything to help his mama business get more people blow up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, at that point, and, like, why are you doing that? Like these exactly. the, the the hair people are bringing people in and you're telling them, fuck you. You're yeah, on you your own now. Your food wasn't bringing yeah. them in to start. Like, what makes you think they will Facts. now? You know? Yeah, that was your extra oomph. Yeah. And you take the money away from them. And it's just like, like, bro, a thousand was not about to change your whole life. Yeah. yeah. But Keith Lee, you know what I'm saying, saying your shit was good was for sure. Yeah. It was gonna be booming for the next good two months. Yeah. But she fucked that up for it, her yeah. damn self. Very, very short sighted. Like I feel like I feel like a bump from Keith Lee in that kind of situation would be like, hey, we may be able to go into a strip mall and have a barbershop yeah, bar, yeah. barbershop braid one side, our restaurant on the other side. We're gonna keep this yeah. kind of community based, you know, networking in place, you know. Yeah. Uh, it, honestly, it kind of reminds me of you ever hear those stories where like a waitress will get like a big tip, you know, like a thousand dollars. And then the owner of the restaurant's like, oh, we, we, we pull tips. And then the waitress is like, we never once pulled tips before, but because yeah, I get yeah. a large sum of money, like they want to take it, take some that to me, that's what it reminds me of, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it, it's cool to see Keith lead, you know, we talked about it before he's still blessing restaurants and stuff mm-hmm. and that's a good way to do it. But yeah, lady, like everyone, like we talked about this on the Keith Lee episode, everybody should know the Keith Lee effect by now. Like, For and sure, if you're making bro. mistakes like this, uh, you got no one to blame but yourself. But yeah. before you, and but... she lost her followers. Oh, she did. Damn. Yeah, she had like sixteen hundred. I think she's now at like eight hundred followers now. Yeah, I bet the reviews are bad now too. Yeah, mm-hmm. most definitely. You know how last time that happened, where they did a, a a really bad review, people from like Georgia was calling California, talking about yeah, that that place sucks. <laughs> you know, give them a warning. Fuck them. Fuck them. He was like, bro, stop doing that. You don't want them to lose their jobs. You know what I'm saying? But I'm pretty sure they they one star her shit all day. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, have y'all heard about uh, the other food reviewer named Mr. Chime Time? Oh my God, I'm so tired of so, him, bro. So they, said, so they basically said Keith Lee is like the light side. Mr. Chime Time is like the dark side, where it's like he's super raw. Don't give a fuck how you feel about it. But yeah, he got, say, uh, he say, got a lot of followers. This shit is ass. Like, yeah, bro. <laughs> he be going I'll be like, in. Bro, it's not that bad. Chill yeah. the fuck out. Keith Lee will be like, it's not. I wouldn't come for this. It's I'm not, not my, the demographic. It's not. It's not my favorite. You they know? said yeah. yeah. it tastes like shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they say for every Keith Lee, you need a Mr. Chime Time. Yeah, and uh, people were trying to kick him out because he's I, I, apparently he's been in Detroit for like the last two months. Yeah, I saw that. Bro, somebody I saw a meme that said who. Who giving him some pussy? Because why he staying here too right, long? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, bro, because he never been at any place this long. It's always like two weeks and he just traveling. Mm-hmm. Everybody's showing little memes of him just drunk at some uh, bar or him going to like, bro, he really had a review on White Castle. Yeah, he said White Castle was trash. A fast food restaurant. Yeah. I'll yeah. tell you right now, the reason he's here is because he can't afford to move anywhere else. Like, like if those views are down and those money's in and you're 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 doing a review of a fast food chain, yeah, the, the money's not coming like it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's trying to get every little penny he can yeah, yeah. out of this one area before he can take the next trip out or wherever yeah. he's about to move to. Yeah. That's that's weird though, to be like shitting on a place and staying here for two months. Like Yeah, it's too long. Just bro. move on if you don't like it. You know? I didn't even know we had that many goddamn restaurants for real. Bro, oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. He hit up. He hit up everything turkey or something like that. He said, "This is like leather boots. It's like it was cooked Thursday and they served it to me on a Sunday." And then he went to. Uh, it was a wings. pickle place. Yeah, it was like instead yeah. of a bread, it was pickles. I was like, "Dang." 
Yeah, I knew about that place. He hit up a lot of places, a lot of small places, upcoming places, but it's like nothing that really says, oh yeah, this is a Detroit style type of place. It's just all just regular, regular ass places. We don't care about most of them. I'm gonna be honest. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, uh, he, he he's shooting down everybody, bro. The only good review I heard was probably like Asian corned beef or something. Yeah, it was an Asian spot for sure. Yeah. Yeah, South Park did an episode. It was before like uh, the big YouTube reviews. It was when Yelp was big. You guys remember Yelp? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did an episode. That's where Pete come from. They did, they did an episode where uh, Yelp was making its way in the the South Park area, and you know Cartman would go in and saying, "I'm a Yelp reviewer," and then all the restaurant workers would be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we're we're gonna give you free food." You know, like they <laughs> treat them really good. Mm-hmm. And then you had like uh, Kyle's dad was a Yelp reviewer, and he would be like writing novels, like, "Oh, the the corned beef was especially phenomenal and succulent." It made it <laughs> made me, me think of, it made me think of days in the past, you know. And it would be like <laughs> it'd be like Arby's corned beef, you know. <laughs> Do a review like that, but yeah, yeah it, it became a joke where like you know these Yelpers expected to be treated like actual New York Times food critics. And so at the end of the episode, like, oh, you're a Yelper? Yeah, right this way. And then in the back, they're fucking with their food. You know? <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, bring bring so much uh, negative attention, you're going to get negative stuff done to you. You know? Right, yeah. At a certain point, like, you're going to have, uh, I don't know, what was that guy's name again? The one that was in Detroit? Chanta. Yeah. At a certain point, he's going to walk into a restaurant, and people are like, get out. We have the right to not serve you for any reason. Yeah, not service you. Yep. Get the hell out of here. You know, we don't care if you're going to give us a negative review. You're trash anyway. You've been here for two months with your broke ass, you know. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, because he was saying uh, Sweetwaters, he he went in on them. Yeah, he yeah. said how oh, that shit was bad. Yeah, at a certain point, they're just, all right, don't let this guy in here, you know. Uh, like, I'm not going to lie, bro. It really was one restaurant he said was good. Yeah. Every restaurant I watched, I watched, I think, 17 videos that day. This, oh, the only thing good from them was greens. Everything else was trash. Sides, garbage. This... I'm like, bro, you act like this city can't cook or something, bro. God damn. And then he'll say at the end, oh, yeah, it was a 7 or 8 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can you know? come check it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I I, I don't want to hear all the negativity and then you give a, a you know, above average number. You should have gave above average review. Yeah, yeah. You really was just shitting on them all that time, bro. But he yeah. keep it real, though. So, I mean, I... I he speaks to me because I feel like if I'm paying this amount of money, I deserve the quality that you say that you bring out there because they go and talk their shit up, obviously. But if you talking about, oh, yeah, I got to pay 80 to 100 some dollars for this, for this it's a fuck, he got about four or five meals in his car that equals up yeah, to 60 to one, 80. That's 20. That's regular. Okay, you wanna, but you have a family. You ain't you ain't a regular motherfucker eating no little tiny ass fucking wings. You about to get uh, some wings and something else. I, I I knew that P was gonna kind of defend him because if you recall when P went to Miami and said the food in Miami was trash, oh. when he went to uh, Cheesecake Factory, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the dumbest place you can go to, bro. I'm not gonna lie, that was a very basic place. <laughs> But yeah, I could see I could see how it speaks to P because he P keeps it real too on his reviews, so you can't 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 say anything different about that's that. That's why I got, that's, that's, why I got work, yeah, that's why I got yeah that's why I got the the amount of folks that follow me because they yeah. all right well shit I know the steer away let me see what he's talking about oh this place good oh it was good yeah so shit they said I'm champagne shit tongue shitting on a Best Buy for no reason <laughs> hey you said I got the champagne tongue for a reason man right right. But I ain't, uh, what's the dude from Hill's Kitchen? I ain't like him. Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, I ain't yeah. I ain't slapping people with fucking breads and calling you a shit sandwich. Eating a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I went but, to one yeah. of his restaurants in Vegas and I was like. I heard it's trash. It was disappointing, yeah. Yeah, I keep hearing that from everybody. And they then, say uh, his place is not good. And then yeah. Salt Bay, I heard his shit trash too. But he yeah, charges thousand yeah, yeah, yeah. dollars. You stuff. know how we were talking about like Balenciaga, like it's expensive just for the sake of being expensive. That, yeah. That's fucking Salt Bay. Like so that means uh, Mr. Chime Time is one of those people that come in, got his follower a million point one point five million followers, and then keep it real. And then you'll have a Keith Lee. Oh, you know it was okay. You know no. Then Chime Time come in like, hey, this shit was trash. You better not spend no thousand dollars for this shit. 
Yeah, yeah. now yeah. those places yeah. need that. Is it worth it to spend a thousand on that? That's why I said oh, that for is... every key fleet, you need a chime time. That's that was the whole point this of it. This is mom and but pop. Yeah, you got leave bro. White Castle alone. Like, yeah, this is twenty dollar <laughs> plates. Hey, that's his fault for doing that shit. He, he... I get the thousand dollar salt bay bullshit. Yeah, that check ain't hit. That's why he went to White Castle. That's all I say. Yeah, yeah. he was hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I keep hearing White Castle is the place to go to in Detroit. I said, "Who told you that?" <laughs> and nobody up here said go to fucking White Castle. Uh, they lied to you. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I ain't gonna lie. When I come to Detroit, that's one of those things I hit up though. White Castle is. I'm not gonna lie. It's legit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, 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 I hit White, White Castle up every time I visit Detroit. Get the cheese, no shitty asses, bro. The, Stop playing. Yeah, the cheese sticks and then the double burger. Yeah, we don't yeah. have we don't have White Castle up here. Hell like, no. Really? There's a bunch of chains down there that we don't have that I I hit up like Noodles and Company. Noodles and Company is not anything great, but I love Noodles and Company. <laughs> okay, okay, it is not. I ain't gonna lie, not bad. Every time I go, cause they uh, every time I go like the Southfield area, I will like stop by one and mm-hmm. I hit uh, what's that place called again? Tropical Smoothie next to it. You know, they say that cup is a meal, bro. I use it like a water. Like, it's a regular drink to me. A lot of calories in yep. those cups. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why you, we ain't got a lot of Mediterranean places, because the only place that was up here was the Boons. They closed down. And then I think the closest one now is in Flint. And that's a Damn. 40, 45-minute drive. So Mediterranean? Yeah. We, really? there's a, I mean, there's we got a... one in the mall, but, I mean, it ain't popping. It's uh, There's Arabia on... um. Bay Road next to that subway. Yeah, yeah, I see. I, I had that one. It, it's I oh. mm. come on, Chow Town. Check check the review to find it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, guys, we are we are good on time. This was a fun one. A lot of a lot of stuff going on, but we will catch you guys next week. This has been off the top of Eric Pierce and Red. I'm one of your hosts, Eric, and joining me tonight were your boy P. This your boy Red. All right, have a good weekend, y'all. Yeah. Okay. Thank you.